Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is Believe in Georgia Dodge Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Touchdown earlier on a direct Ooh, I'm old Michelle's turn running all the way. Gets to the edge. Sonny Michelle will send the Dogs home the championship game. 53 and a half yard drive near hash. Kick right. Snap. Hold. Kick is away. It's reaching. And it is good. 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 Hot pot does it. Holy hot pot. With an up and out. Wide open. Touchdown. Israel Troop. All right, welcome in. We're going old school with the uh, intro, I see. Um, but uh, welcome in. It's Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network. And as always, my main man, partner in crime, Israel Troop joins us. Israel, how did it go in the woods today? Not so good. Uh, but, you know, another day in the woods. So uh, maybe I go this weekend. Maybe it'll be a little bit. Today was good. Um, but nothing today, dog. Nothing today. Dang. So what? What? What is it? You're, you're you're getting hog? Is that what you're? Is that what you're shooting right now? No, we're, or is it deer? Deer. We're deer, deer now. But okay. it's a hog. You got to shoot it. There you go. Deer with deer with rifle or deer? Is it bow season? Oh, it's rifle season. The bows and rifle bows season. been for the time being. Gotcha. Okay. So now you can now you can shoot it. Got it. All right. Absolutely. Well, maybe maybe this weekend will be plentiful for you uh, as you uh, get some uh, get some venison jerky going for the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Um, football wise, you guys are gunning for the region championship, aren't you? And we got one more. Uh, we play Statesboro tomorrow. Um, big region game um, with a win. We at least um, a home playoff game. Um, and next week for region championship against Coffee County Trojan. There you go. Well, uh, I, I take care of business this week and uh, take care of business next week, and maybe you get home field perhaps throughout. Absolutely, that'd be nice. Everyone, everyone has to come down to the Granite Bowl, right? That's where that's where y'all play Ware County, the Granite Bowl. What is y'all no, stadium called? The Grand Stadium, the Swamp. Uh, what's the the Swamp? What's the Granite Bowl? Is that Albert County? Yes, I don't want to okay. say it's Elbert County. Okay, gotta get my gotta remember my Georgia high school football 
uh, iconic landmarks here. So the granite bowl. Okay. No, the swamp. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, the, the books has officially been closed on Hillwood football. So we, uh, we closed that chapter and, uh, we open a new book, the Lawson high school book. So that'll be good. That'll be fun. Um, new school is happening. We have parent teacher conferences tomorrow. So no school for the students, but we're going to get to tour the new school. Mm. as a faculty we're going to get to go over there and see i was over there about a month ago so i'm, I'm interested to see what the progress is from last time i was there to now so that's awesome. gonna be fun that is pretty cool yeah, i get a whole new school whole new name whole new look you know big things coming mm-hmm. yeah uh november 2nd the world will know what we are and what we're going to look like what our colors are going to be so we'll st- I'll start getting some swag i'll start getting some gear and we're gonna make this thing look good Love it. Love there could, it. There could there could be a storm coming. Well, if you want to get in on the chat, uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Jump in. Uh, the chat hopefully will be live and bumping. Uh, so just leave your comments there. You'll see them off to the side. Uh, we are brought to you by BetOnline.ag. It, bath, the NBA is back now. BetOnline rem- remains your number one source for all sports betting needs. You'll find You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. I know they do a really good bowl, uh, bowl pick 'em thing. So it's always the fastest, easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Can't forget college football either. So head to betonline.ag, join, and receive your 50% welcome bonus. Since you slept on it, it was 100%. Now it's 50%, but it's still a great deal. With your first deposit, make sure to use that promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your rewards. BetOnline is where the game starts. So we're going to pick a few lines later on in the show. We'll tell you kind of what to bet. Uh, Israel, is you become our resident betting expert. So. Nah, don't listen to me lately because it's rather rough lately. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Well, you'll get back on track. You always do. So we'll we'll pick a few games to get back on track, and we'll. Uh, I went six and one on illegal motion last week. So you you need to be listening. I'm on a bit of a heater. I know I'm on a bit of a heater, but don't listen to me when it comes to SEC games because I, I I went three and three last week on SEC after dark, and I don't think I did too hot <laughs> in the other games we picked last week. So, um. But I did. I think we both picked Syracuse to cover. We did. It, they should so, have won that game. They really should have. Cade Klubnik, though, came oh, in yeah. and saved the day. They're about Is to there a quarterback Warren. controversy? Yeah, they're about to have uh, uh, Kelly. And Kelly Bryant. Battle going on. Yeah, I, it's got to be Klubnik, right, at this point? I don't know. Do you, do you, uh, do you stick with DJ? I think you stick with DJ. I think maybe he had a bad day all quarter day against Syracuse. So, yeah, I mean, that's true. That's kind of given, I think. Cause but given his history, though, it was Syracuse that Kelly got. And I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but given, given DJ's history, this is not his first or even second bad game. It's true. He had a whole season's worth last year. He, he didn't have a whole, he was on thin ice. Up until about two weeks ago, so yeah, does that factor in? Do you think? 
Um, I think what he's done, you know, the last couple weeks, um, besides the game, obviously, um, he just can't turn the ball. And they don't turn the ball over. He, he's pretty good. Um, but I think you definitely have the backup ready to go. Um, don't get any easier going forward, especially yeah. trying to get into the playoff win out. Which shouldn't be too hard for them because I think their last test is Notre Dame, and that's not really a test anymore. So, nah. I don't know. I thought it was an interesting question. Uh, we we talked about it a little bit on um, on illegal motion, and and uh, that was kind of like our ACC recap. But um, not a not a overwhelmingly great slate of SEC games last week. Um, most of them were stinkers. I, Alabama had twenty seven yards rushing against Mississippi State. Uh, LSU overcame a 17 to three deficit and uh, put it on Ole Miss. Uh, and then the other game, I think, were v- v- Vandy should have. I think they they missed a great opportunity to beat Missouri. They they had them, but they just couldn't finish it. Um, what am I leaving out? South Carolina, South Carolina beating Texas A and M. Which, in and I'm starting $25 million, million dollar man. That they got Jimbo to give up play calling. Uh, it's very, very clear um, that he he's lost. Sometimes that happens, you know. Um, saw uh, where Cliff Berry said that he might give it up. You know, kind of some new ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sure. at some point, Jimbo's got to start listening to his assistants. I mean, you hired those guys for rehab input. Um, what you can do, um, but to go Carolina where you're a heavy favorite and to lose the way you did, it was not pretty. And defense, I'd be no. mad. I'd be yeah, highly defense, upset if I'm the defense. Defense played well enough to win that game. They played well that's enough been, every game. To win. Yeah, I was going to say that's that's the story of the season. The defense plays well enough to win, but Devin A-Chain just can't do it all by himself. No, receivers, um, they have no quarterback, obviously. Right now, if I'm a quarterback, is not in my top five. Well, they have they have a freshman that they're just sitting on right now. Yeah, well, it all, I think it goes back to play calling. They're struggling that that particular area um, of having offenses who just can't. Yeah, I just I don't know, man. Like something something's got to change, or. Some of those boosters are going to be looking mighty heavily at at scrounging up ninety five million dollars. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's coming. It is coming. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's not getting any easier for Texas A and M because uh, they got Ole Miss this week and they suspended four starters for smoking weed in the locker room. At the same time, you got to think he has the same record as Kevin and is getting way more than Kevin Sumlin. With yep. way more talent than Kevin Sumlin had. Yep. That doesn't well. No. Doesn't bode well whatsoever. It's uh not a good look there, Jimbo. Um not a good look. So they will look to regroup, which is going to be a very difficult thing because uh because Ole Miss is also coming off a, a, an ass kicking, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And they it's and Lane Kiffin's already laid down the gauntlet, so yeah. I 
it, they're ready to go, man. <laughs> yeah, he's they are ready. Jay Durkin, um, I saw that. He said, "Well, they guess they had a little bit more." Um, so, I mean, talking's already started. So, yeah, um, Ole Miss kind of got exposed last week against LSU. Um, although LSU had a really good game plan, but it was just lack of execution. But it looked like um, not yeah. tackling, um, diving at legs and things like. No way that they should have come back. So, they're going to be a little bit upset this week. So, take a yeah, they better be ready to go because it's going to be ugly. And we'll talk about more about that in our picks uh, segment uh, with with uh, with that game. But it's yeah, it's it's it ain't going to be easy. I promise you. Um, Ohio State looked good this weekend. They re- they remain uh, as number the number two team in the country uh, after after every single unit on their team outscored every single unit in that game outscored Iowa's offense. Yeah, I think it's time for Iowa to plays, and I was a great program. I mean, don't get uh-huh. me wrong, um, but it's time for some new leadership. It, it, it's it's been time, uh, but Connor Wegman is is the, the the freshman I'm talking about out of Cyprus. Uh, I don't know why they're not giving him a shot. They need to. Um, but uh, yeah, no, a, a Iowa once proud program. It's just stale. It's stale. Mm-hmm. They just need to do something about it. So maybe they will, but they can't unless they get rid of the AD because AD and Kirk Ferentz are tight. So that ain't going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be one of those things to where much you like your job, bro. You going boy stay and make you look bad or are you going to make this decision? And I don't think the pre- I don't think the president has the, you know what, to fire Gary Barta. Like, I just don't think there's any really situational awareness over there. Like they don't know what's going on. So I, mean, I think they all got nerd. Um, and it's usually that situation as to what happened the way they do. Um, mm-hmm. Especially in our profession, you know, just as well as I do. If I got dirt on you, I'm pretty much gonna, I'm pretty much good. Expose it. So that's kind of what it sounds, especially when I would gotten all that trouble whole yeah. players and, and all that, that whole deal. Um and he's yeah. still there. Something 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 going on over there. Somebody has something on somebody. Absolutely. And it might be one of these situations where it's like <laughs> who's who's gonna tell first. Yeah. It's like a big game of chicken. So all right, we'll put put a lid on uh on that week and uh looking forward to uh to the next got the world's largest outdoor cocktail party so uh this is a neutral site game uh we all know kirby's opinion on this neutral site game so i'm gonna ask you mm-hmm. um and you've played in it you've you've been a part of it um kirby's opinion that it should go home and home i, I saw a compromise where it would go home home and home with a third game being in Jacksonville. So Athens, Gainesville, Jacksonville. Yeah. In that cycle. I, I like, really like that because it, it like preserves that. the it preserves the uh, this game. Like I kinda like that deal. Uh I do think it should be home and home because you gotta think games. You got Auburn and <clears throat> LSU. I mean not Auburn, Auburn, Alabama. They always play and it was home and home. Um, your big touch other yeah. than uh, Arkansas, 
Texas A&M, much play home and home. Um, I so, think the only rivalry now that's not home and home besides us is Texas, Oklahoma. The Red River shootout yeah. that's in the Cotton Bowl. Doing that a lot longer than Jacksonville, right? I don't know, because Jacksonville, we've been doing that since 1933, and I think we took a two-year break when they were uh, renovating, but um, yeah. it's it's similar. Uh, but similar. I think I think we do. I, I think it's time. I think it's time. I think it helps recruiting. It helps yeah, recruiting. And every once in a while, play at Jacksonville. I don't think it's you obviously can't have the amount of people that are going to be there, um, just like you would in Jacksonville. But at the same time, uh, benefits each school. Uh, you do the formation talking about one time in Sanford, one time in Ben Hill, and one time in Hill. Um, I think I think that goes well for each side. You know, I don't ready. think I don't think a whole lot of Georgia fans. Yeah, yeah, I don't think a whole lot of Georgia fans have been to the swamp either. Yeah. yeah so that would be a good. That would be a good. That would be a good vacation for a lot of people. That would be a good trip. Yeah, go see the swamp. You know, um, where only gators get out alive. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I know, I know Ben. I know Ben's probably like, yeah, home and home. Get the get get George <laughs> down in the swamp. I know he's probably, I know he's probably chomping at the bit for that. So, um, but yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it should be. You know, I think that's a I think that's a great compromise. I, I think the atmosphere of having a true home game for either team. I mean, you're not you're not going to be able to accommodate the way you do in Jacksonville. Just if you go home and home, and that's okay. I mean, you, you lose that. Except for like once every three years, but it's it's it just needs to be it just needs to be a true home game for for Georgia and a true home game for Florida when when it's their turn and 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 let the chips fall where they may because I think I think it's getting a little stale being in Jacksonville. Yeah, that and think about the the winner of that game wins the East. So mm-hmm. just imagine that being in Sanford or Ben Hill, and you're the favorite to win. Excitement that's already built because mm-hmm. it's Georgia. Florida is now in your backyard, you know. So, yeah. you know, I think it's time. Um, I think I mean, next this, year is the last year. Yeah, and then, then the contract's up. So, I I, I think you're going to see in this game. I, I think Kirby's going to do everything he can to get the scores lopsided as possible because we are 22 and a half point favorites. So, I think he's going to do whatever he can to cover that and then some, just to show that this game needs the the, the excitement needs to be reinvigorated on the campuses and it and it can't happen in Jacksonville. And I think he's going to try to do everything he, in his power to, to, to prove that point if he can. Absolutely. Uh, um, you know, I was looking today, um, 22 doesn't seem like much, you know, if you go back to the Missouri game, we didn't cover that one. Um, so I think we can do this. This is the first year on time that nobody on Florida defense he knows me um mm-hmm. nobody really of any important Brendan cox um which we kind of does because he was at georgia before he went for um mm-hmm. the offense definitely doesn't scare me uh, um if anthony rich is not not on um the run game pretty much win the ball game so um it was close don't get me wrong um i think next year i get a lot more competitive um but i'm very georgia, close georgia's got a point proof, um, you know, to, and this this game is going to get us ready for next week. You never want to look ahead, 
Maybe, but we need a great showing for this. Build us confidence mm-hmm. for the big showdown next week. Yeah, and an SEC East champ, basically the SEC East championship game, which is in Athens, which is a home and home. So I think that should be that way for the Florida game too. But this year it happens to be Georgia Tennessee for the East. But um, yeah, I, I just I don't think people realize, and I think the Utah game gave a lot of people false hope or false sense of what Florida actually is. That the the big steaming pile of trash that Billy Napier took over, mm-hmm. like you, you you know you know like on on HGTV when you when you watch and they buy these houses sight unseen you know like the, the flip yeah. it the the house flipping shows and they mm-hmm. you know they auction they get it in an auction they have to it, it, like people didn't really know like on the exterior it looks good right. Mm-hmm. Like nice house, somewhat good lawn. You know, you, you got the you, know, you got the coach that's doing all the right things in the press conference and with recruiting and with the marketing part portion of it. And then you then you peel back that front door and you look inside and it is condemned. It oh, is ransacked. Yeah. It, it is, is gross. You got termites, mold. I mean, it's a total gut job mm-hmm. on the inside. But there's hope because it's got yes. a good frame. It's got a good lot. It's got some good features. Just needs a little sprucing, right? And Billy Napier is the guy to do it. I think he's going to be good. Just he's just not there yet. And then I think yeah. people don't realize that. And people people see it. And they saw the Utah game. They're like, oh, here we go. Yeah, we got a nice house. This is great. And then they open the door and they're like, okay, maybe not. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and if you look at it, if Utah play Florida. Right now, they beat them to sleep. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where you call them. You know, y'all, y'all had a good game. Kevin Richards had a great game. You know, uh, made a they just couldn't handle his athleticism. Um, yeah. You know, he- so you got one. But now, point to where now you're starting to realize how, how important recruiting is. Um, then done in the last couple of years uh, by Dan Mullen. Um, it's going a little bit, you know. Will it be? I think so. I think they're going to be a lot better next year. I think year three is the year that Florida takes. Um, so you got two recruiting cycles coming. Um, you got some young guys that can kind of up and kind of lead. Um, yeah. um, I think they know, can hit the ball hard too, though. Yeah, that old group of Dan. I think, I think year two is doable. Yeah. Who has a sour taste and like, all right, they're out. Mm-hmm. So all right, now we can start to do what we want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, he's trying by the by the players that are there. And I think there is. I think mm-hmm. just think that there are pieces to make it work this year. Right. They just, yeah, they just don't have the talent right now. They're just depleted, which we knew that going in. I think any, I think any rational, sane person could look at that roster and go, okay, they're just, they're just not ready to compete. And and they they are exactly what we thought they were. And they're, yes. they're sitting in the standings exactly where I thought they would be. Fourth. Um, yes. So I, you know, I, yeah, I think we're we're spot on that. And I think they hit the transfer portal hard too. I, I think they can get some guys. They can pull an old Miss here and get a few guys out of the portal and really kind of bolster their roster and, and become really competitive in year two um, oh, yeah. with a really big pop in year three. And I, I think that's a you know I think Florida fans just need to be a little patient because I think you got the right guy in Billy Napier. I just they just need to be a little patient, but. Coming into this game, let, let's look. 
let's look at the offense. Okay. So what, you know, understanding what Florida does well on defense, what, what is like, what's the biggest keys for this offense? Is it just do what we do, get Stetson comfortable, fine, fine 19, fine, fine zero and uh, hand it off to six and 30 and two if he's healthy. You be careful. Um, I think he kind of works you're going to want to use um, moving forward in the next week. Um, you definitely got to get comfortable because we all know um, how he plays when he's comfortable. Um, I think you got to use these guys that really haven't seen tempo yet. Um, and I think it's going to be good that we really with tempo. Um, but we can slow down later. Um, you establish the run. Let's, let's get these offensive linemen coughing on people. You know, instead yeah. of just asset and just straight domination and just knocking the hell out of each other, um, you know, establish the run because you're definitely sweet to control the clock because um, we know how mm-hmm. Tennessee plays with tempo. So everything this week, we don't want to look ahead because we want to win this game, obviously. But everything this week against Florida should be geared toward next week. You know, what you want to do with Tennessee. Push and run. Um, you want to play with some tempo as well. You want to score. You're not going to win it. Mm-mm. Um, you know, you're going to need touchdowns. So time we're in the red zone, you need to be thinking touchdown. So what is our best play to score is, is the mindset. Um, Lee, fingers crossed. I think he'll be back, but having AD Mitch back um, will definitely help. Um, I don't think he'll be back for this game. Um, but he is missed. But you got a lot of guys standing. Jack St. Jackson, um, you know, our, our tight end that we have. Yeah, um, Dominic Blaylock, uh, Dylan Blaylock. Yeah, starting to get some look now. So, um, even though he's down, you know, our, our, our passing, you know, game is still wide open. Um, so right now it's just the point of let's work on us, you know, Florida. Yes, we're, we want to be Florida, but let's work on us, you know, to get for this gauntlet that we're about to hit. Because, like you said earlier, when you were talking, Mississippi State hell, Alabama. 27 yards. So, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, he's still got Kentucky, who's still going to do that. So, mm-hmm. everything. Hell of a defense. They always be. have a chance with Levis. Yep. You yeah. know, now needs to be geared toward one and two. Get everything ready, you know, for this climb that we're about to make. Yeah, and I, I think I think with with AD Mitchell being out, I I, I think it's going to give us a chance to work on our quick game a little bit and the the rhythm throws that that we that we get into because you know with AD Mitchell we know we can go up top with him on post routes, mm-hmm. corner routes, go routes, whatever 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 vertical whatever vertical thing you want to do with with AD with AD Mitchell, we know we got that. We know the rapport is there. What we need is those other guys to work in on, on the quick and intermediate games, uh, work our pass pro against against you know heavy blitz because Tennessee's going to bring heavy blitz. Florida's going to bring heavy blitz. You know Mississippi State's going to try to get there with four, but they can bring heavy blitz as well. I mean it, teams are going to teams are going to send guys against Stetson and try to get him off his off his spot. We we know that, and so that, that is, this will be good work for us. It'd be good work for us for him to find where his options are besides AD, besides Brock Bowers, because that's that's also who the defenses are going to try to take away is Brock Bowers. So working on quick game, working on getting the ball out on time, I, I think it's the most important part to getting Stetson in rhythm because if you can do that, he gets confidence. If he gets confidence, 
that offense starts rolling. And so, um, and then the run game starts, just starts going into beast mode. Those offensive linemen just licking their chops to run power, counter, power, counter, power, counter, zone, power, counter, outside zone, power, counter, power, counter, power, counter, outside zone. You, yeah, you get the drift. So um, I didn't have enough counters memorized. Yeah, just rolling, dude. Just absolutely road grating. So um, it, it's, it's a thing of beauty. But uh, defensively for Georgia, uh, likely, I, I'm I'm fearful that Jalen Carter might be out, might be done for the for the year. So yeah, there's some guys are going to they're going to step up. Bear Alexander is going to have to he, he's going to grow up fast. Uh, mm-hmm. Zion Logue gonna have to grow up fast. Uh, Nazir Stackhouse gonna have to grow up fast and be some one of those guys are had to be that dude that Jalen Carter is. Yes, and provide that spark in the middle. Yeah, I think the next guy, Stackhouse, uh, he showed some little different twitch about him too. You know, when him mm-hmm. and Carter both on the field, two they're 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 one and the same, kind of like. Wide and and um, Jordan, so mm-hmm. Bear, like you said, step up. You know he, he's a big kid, uh, wonderful plugger. But like you said, he's gonna he's gonna have to now. You know, can, yeah. can he handle it? Um, no, or does he get Coach Thirty? <laughs> Coach Thirty I, found Ole Miss this week. Yes, he did, and it was absolutely wonderful. It was a bad one, definitely. It, it's just um, gets, but it just gets better for, every week. Absolutely, it's great. Hopefully, Florida gets coach thirty. Um, Florida doesn't do anything that scares me. Um, Anthony Richardson is not a not a yet. I think he will be. Um, they don't really have any guys that are dangerous that they that they normally have. No more Cal Pitts or any any guys like that. Um, so we just go out and do what we do. Um, no, um, you know. Play our game, and like I said, same thing with offense. Whatever you're thinking about running next week against Tennessee, try it out in this game. See how it works. See how you like it. Um, and I, I would use the lane. I'd be smart using that video, but I'm not. So I can win this yeah. game and get back on the floor. Yeah, exactly. So defensively, I think it's good that. We're going against Anthony Richardson because it's going to prepare us a little bit for for uh, for Hendon Hooker because Hooker Hooker's a runner he he can he can move with his feet he's got a powerful arm he's way more accurate but um, he's way more accurate than Richardson but I, I think it prepares us for a lot of aspects of what Tennessee's going to do to try to hurt us and mm-hmm. it'll teach us to 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 rush and blitz disciplined. Uh, because you can't just go in there all w- wild and willy nilly. You'll run right by him, and you know he's he's out the back door and gone, eighty four yards. And Florida's yeah. got some momentum now. You can't have those things happen. You've got to rush discipline. You've got to you've got to just get them scrambling around and, mm-hmm. and get them just moving around and trying to you know just make something out of nothing type yeah, stuff. So you're gonna get a lot of screens. Um, you're gonna get some power, some counter. Um, a little bit of zone, um, and a lot of a lot of RPO type stuff. So this is definitely a great game going leading into next week. You kind of see the tempo aspect of it. you're probably not going to see uh, throw the clock a little bit. 
But as far as the game plan itself, kind of similar to what Tennessee runs as far as screen, 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 try to hit you deep. Kind of like exactly exactly, um, what Tennessee. Yeah, no doubt. So um, I'm excited to see kind of what we got and just to see kind of how explosive on both sides of the ball that we're going to be. You know, special teams is always going to be good. Um, Mm -hmm. I'd like to see us be a little bit more sure handed in the in the return game. But, you know, pod uh, is is uh, is good. Our our punter, the new Aussie guys is, you know, those Aussies have powerful legs. So Mm -hmm. uh, So I I know our kick game is going to be good. There's a Ware County kicker What's at that? Georgia too. Um, there's a Ware County kicker at Georgia, oh, yeah? Georgia now, Mr. Bates. Um, oh. His little brother, his little brother, kicks for us. He's a punter and a place kicker for us too. Um, you know, I think our kicking game is well in good hands. Up the champ, those guys are doing a phenomenal job, special teams wise. Um, and like used to shore up everything in the return game, make sure we're fielding punts whenever we can. Um, that there's there's really, you know, it's always good when there's not a thing that happens in your special teams. Right. You know, that's one area that worry. Oh, totally. You, 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 uh, you drop a punt, man. It's, it's might be all she wrote. Mm-hmm. Drop a punch point. Yeah. I'm excited about this game. I'm going to see how we come out after about a week. Cause I think, um, you know, you start to see the injuries and stuff kind of piling on those guys kind of a little bit. Um, and I know yeah. uh, Kirby Smart let him go home a little bit early. Um, so, you know, kind of kind of get away from everything a little bit. Now it's time to, to, you know, it's time to go back to work. You know, what what's, what's the end goal here? To end goal, win, make this championship, win that championship. got to be forward to get there. Yeah. Florida's first up, then Tennessee. Then Kentucky, then Mississippi State, then Kentucky, then Georgia Tech, and then you know take care of business in the SEC championship, and and you'll be just fine, mm-hmm. just fine. If you don't, well, then you, you know, you probably didn't deserve to be there anyway. But then again, you know, I, I think this is one of those years where win or lose, I, I think if Georgia loses to Tennessee and wins out, stays at one loss, there's a chance it's some chaos at the top yes. of the thing. So, like, I think. So, like, there's a chance that Tennessee and Georgia, like, if, if Tennessee beats Georgia and then turns out and beats Alabama again in the SEC championship, mm-hmm. granted that Alabama makes it there, we could see Georgia right back in the, in the fourth spot and Tennessee getting in as SEC champion in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you got Tennessee for segment here. Tennessee wins. Um, mm-hmm. you still have Tennessee, Ohio State because I haven't won the Big Ten. Um, yeah, there's no question. They're gonna they're, they're gonna stick Clemson. How it goes down to who's the next team to go in? Put a one loss Pac-12 team in. Um, your only argument gonna- is you goes undefeated and wins the conference. I think them jump Georgia, but Can strength of schedule. Didn't TCU lose already? Hadn't they lost one? Didn't lose to Oklahoma State? New, they hadn't lost them. Now, now I think about it. Let me check my Palm Pilot here. 
but <laughs> your Nokia um, Palm Pilot. Yeah, but uh, I, um, I want to say I that do, one. I think that's the only thing that can keep us from being great. Is if if they are, let mm-hmm. me check. TCU is undefeated. They, they can jump. yeah, they're 7-0. Okay, yeah, they are seven and zero. Okay, they should be ranked higher. Seven and zero. They sure are. So, yeah, I, th- I think I think if they were, I think if they're undefeated Big Twelve champions, it's it's gonna be hard to leave them out. But honestly, with the way the Big Twelve is going, I, yeah, you never know. They're, they're so look, l- let's say let's say they lose. Okay, so you're mm-hmm. you're looking at that fourth spot coming down to Georgia, Michigan, mm-hmm. TCU. Who gets in? And Utah. I think you got to put Utah in there. If they finish out the season with one loss because they beat. That's USC. gonna be a hell of a game, Utah Oregon. Yeah, they would have beat Oregon. And now, if Oregon wins, now do you put Oregon in that spot? So yeah, I don't know. Uh, with 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 Georgia and Oregon sitting there, and Georgia winning forty nine to seven. I don't think you do that. I don't think you can if they're both. But what one's a conference champion, so I don't know if that carries any weight. But true, head to head, you got your. And what's to say if Ole Miss comes in and beats Alabama? This is why we need a twelve-team playoff. Loss. This is why we need a twelve-team playoff. A lot of teams out here looking out, out, out looking in like, hey, bro, we, we I don't think you I don't think you're going to have it. I don't think you're going to have an at large playoff bid this year. I think TCU is going to run the table in the Big 12 personally. Yeah, you never know. But I think they it's will be the undefeated team out because about all the teams are going to be undefeated. That'll be in the playoff. Be Ohio State and TCU. We'll probably finish undefeated. Um, it's going to be hard. Uh, so you're looking at ACC champ Clemson, which I don't think there's anybody that can push Clemson at this point. They, they've passed the only test they've had and are going to have. Um, all the, all I the think big you, I th- Then the Pac-12 in the in semifinal. I think I think the I think the Pac-12 is going to get left out. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's TCU. That's, TCU, TCU, yeah, Ohio State. Yeah, I think it's TCU, Ohio State, the SEC champ, and Clemson, which yeah. I'm going and crowning them ACC champion. Let's just get that out of the way. Yeah. Um, that's uh, that's gonna. Tough. That's how I see it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it is tough. So basically, pretty much has to write their own ticket. Alabama. Has to win out. They can't lose. If they mm-hmm. lose another, you can't put a two-loss team in there. It's, it's just, it just can't they, happen. Yeah, Alabama's got to win the conference if they want to get in. Tennessee's yeah. got to win the conference they if they want to get in. Georgia's got to win the conference if they want to get in. You, there is no. Yeah, I just, I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised yeah. if they left out TCU. I, I would be pissed if if TCU was undefeated and they're and they're not in the playoff. Oh yeah, I would Man, be pissed. Yeah, that would like, I would I'll be pissed for TCU. Like I if Georgia if Georgia gets in as 
Eastern Division runner-up over TCU, Big 12 champ, undefeated. I mean, I'll take it because I'm a Georgia fan. I want to win the national championship. But <laughs> I, I would still be like, yeah, we didn't really deserve to get in. But since we're here, we might as well just win the whole thing. So You might as well. Might as well. But this this yeah. is this is further proving the need for the 12 team playoff. This is this scenario right here. Team controls their own destiny. So if you want to uh-huh. get in, you gotta win. You know, you know, I love it that way because it just it goes sad. Do you want it? How bad are you gonna practice? What you're to do, you're gonna stay out of trouble, you know. So yep. shows how much of a mature team you have. The locker room. Yep. Yeah, which I don't I do not understand of all places to do the locker room. Yeah, why wow. why would you do it in the locker room? I, I don't get it. I don't get that. Like do, do do you not think they're gonna like it it smells like a dead skunk. It 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 you you smell like a dead animal when you smoke but that stuff. I also in, think that goes to the locker of Jimbo's losing the t- Team, because yeah. at what point do you think kids at Georgia trying to be smart like that said I'm gonna smoke weed and lie? No, because they'll be at Kennesaw Even, State. Oh, do you think there's smoke weed in the locker room at Clemson? No. Lane Kiffin, just guys that you would think that all right, these guys are, are players. These guys are cool. No, but we're not that. But you're gonna do it at Texas and then five million dollars a year. Well, as salary, but he's making like ten a year, something like that. Nine, yeah. ten million a year. So, and then, then you go to it's Columbia going- and get beat in physically by South Carolina. Yeah. Who, by the way, is playing really, really good. Coach Ben, they're better. Those football. Or Oregon and South Carolina are doing everything in their power to help Georgia out with strength of schedule. Yeah, and I, I love it. I love appreciate it. Appreciate you. I love appreciate it. Appreciate you. I would, I, hey, I'm a big South Carolina fan. I'm a big Oregon fan right now. Keep winning. <laughs> Keep winning. Absolutely. Makes our schedule makes our schedule better. But you know, I always maintain if we win the conference, we'll never get left out. So yeah. Never worried about that. So yeah. Uh going all the way back, taking it all the way back to the to the uh to this Florida game. Uh, put a big number up on them like you did against South Carolina, like you did against Oregon. Nobody will think twice about it. No. no. Florida's just not it this year. And I hate it because, you know, we look for this game being that game here. Um, but this game is what game? This is the train for us. Um you know, you get caught looking past Florida, Tennessee, and then you get beat. So, got to stay focused and win this game. Um, work your game plan a little bit. Kind of some stuff you want to use um, against Florida. I mean, against Tennessee. Make, um, play smart. Try to avoid all injuries. About this thing healthy. Get on the plane. Get back to Athens. Get ready for the big showdown, which I will be two against oh. Tennessee. Oh, okay. You got to bring us a little luck here. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Literally, uh, last time I was in San Francisco, we beat South Carolina like we, like, like we stole something. So, you know. Well, you got to then, right? Okay. Absolutely. So, let's get some picks here. Let's see if we can get back in. Uh, 
in good shape here. All right. I got track. So I'm back on track. All right. Uh, I will start. We're going to kind of go all over the place here. Um, undefeated TCU. They travel to Morgantown. They are seven and a half point favorites over under set at 68 and a half. Israel, can they stay undefeated here? I think they stay undefeated. I think they heat up uh, JT Daniels, which every team has done. Uh, you know, although they had a lot of points on um, TCU's defense is pretty good. Um, I think they kind of kind of get T, and I think they they win by. Uh, it's gonna be a shootout, still. But I don't already. I mean, six days a lot of points. Yeah. Um, I think their defense. I think West Virginia's offense. And as good as what they played, uh, in a lot considering what Kansas is kind of took poop on that. But, um, I do think they win by seven. I like my seven. Well, that would be a West Virginia cover. Um, I'm taking TCU to win by more than seven. Um, so I'm gonna take TCU in the cover. I, I will take TCU in the under here if I'm gonna take a two leg parlay. So I just think. Max Duggan is making plays. Their defense is flying around. They're, they can. Their their run game is strong. They're just clicking. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's hard to explain, but they're just they're just clicking. So I'm, yeah. I'm gonna take the Horn Frogs here. Let me clarify. I am taking TCU to cover. Okay, so they've got to win by more than seven. If you wanted to cover, it's seven and a half points. Just to clarify. All right, our next game. The Ramblin' Wreck traveled to Tallahassee. It's a huge spread. Jeff Sims is out for the for the Yellow Jackets. Florida State's favored by 24 points, but the over-unders only set at 47 and a half. Can Florida State cover this thing? We'll take in the under. And Florida State doesn't cover. His defense is pretty good. Can't can't take that can't take that from him. Um I don't think they're across the 50 on offense. I think it's going to be a 7 to, well, no, 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 35 to 10 game. Georgia Tech's defense is pretty good. Yeah. 35 to 10. I don't think you paid attention to math class today. <laughs> 35 well, to 10 is a cover for Florida State. <laughs> what was it? It's 24. It's a 24 point spread. I was taking the under, thinking about. Okay, there you go. Yeah, so so the under. I'll be under in my head. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't taking uh, once, but I was just thinking in my head. I'm, I think I'll take the under now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take. Well. Yeah. And it also it's depends on what coverture Norvell wears. If he wears the green one, they'll cover the spread. Uh, and the uh, but if you have anything else, yeah. and I think the over under set so low because Vegas is thinking they're gonna have to rely on Florida State to cover this thing by themselves. So yeah, um, the Sims out. It's gonna be it's gonna be a hard it's gonna be a hard thing to do. So, uh, but I'm gonna go ahead and take Florida State here. Maybe wrong. I'm gonna take Florida State, and if they win, they're gonna have to hit the over because I think that's the only way they can get to 24 points. Because Georgia Tech can get lucky somehow, and they're they're gonna pull an Iowa here, and their defense is gonna score. They're gonna they're they're gonna have something that's gonna require Florida State to hit the over. I, but I think if Florida, I think it's either gonna be 
I think it's either going to be Florida State wins close and they hit the under, or Florida State blows them out like 49-3 or like yeah. 52-7 uh, to, to hit the to, to hit the cup. To hit the cover in the over. So I think if Florida State covers, it's going to be a big, big number. So I'm going to take Florida State in the over. Sounds about right. I don't know. I'm going to wait and see. That's a, that's a tough one, man. That is a tough one. Um, all right. So Penn State, Ohio State. Uh, this is uh this this game can get a little tricky. No. Penn State is at home. Uh it is a it is the big noon kickoff. So Fox doing Penn State is zero favors because usually this game is the ABC 730 game and it's a whiteout. Uh, but Penn State is 14 and a half point underdogs at home to the Buckeyes. I take that. Um, they played really good against Minnesota last week. The offense kind of woke up a little bit. Uh, defense pretty much stale made it so so. I'm taking Ohio State. And all right. I think they I think they went by more. Yeah, I'm I'm taking Ohio State here. I think Ohio State's gonna get the cover. Um pretty much I don't know about I don't, Yeah, they they've they've just hmm. yeah, they've they've gotten it's gonna get out of hand, I think. Because I, I just don't, I just, I'm not a big believer in Penn State. I, I think they're a little bit on the fraud, fraud, fraudulent end. Yeah, and so. I think they're they're licking their chops to play uh, Michigan again. So I don't think it's going to get in their way of what they want to do to people. What they have been doing to people all season. Yeah, I think this is going to be one of this is going to be another feather in CJ Stroud's Heisman hat. So, yeah. um. Our last non-conference game here uh, that I think is an interesting sp- – well, actually, I, I may have uh, told a little bit of a fib there but because uh, I may pick a different different game. But Syracuse is actually favored two and a half. We'll go real quick on this one. I, I think Syracuse's defense is going to just completely obliterate and stonewall Notre Dame. I think so. I think they cover. I think so, too. I, I, th- I, th- I think it's going to hit the under. Yeah, it's definitely going to hit the under um, because which is forty-seven and a half. Considered. Notre Dame does things, but they can't score on offense. Kind of need a quarterback. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be the under. And I think Syracuse's game, unfortunately, our buddy Freeman over there. Yeah, it's getting a little rough for him. But like like Napier, he inherited somewhat of a mess. Um, things weren't exactly perfect. Perfectly laid out for him when Brian Kelly picked up and left. I mean, they're yeah. that never forever endured all, all the you can't win in the semifinal. And then he just, all right, I'll holler at you. Like left. And he joins the family down at LSU. So uh, Auburn is it Auburn is hosting Arkansas. Arkansas's three and a half point favorites at Jordan Air Stadium. This has got to be a get-right game for somebody. I think it's going to be get-right for? for. I think it's time. Yeah, I think so. Arkansas will figure it out. I think this is a game that they do. Um, they are playing, playing really good football as of late. 
Um, it's time for something back on track. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'm not going to pick this game, but I, I will make an observation here. Um, Illinois being favored in any game, any Big Ten game, was a complete and utter shock to me coming into this year. Just so you know. Um, they're going to win the division. Just so, you, just in case you're not aware. Um, okay, I know I told a, I know I told a little fib. Oklahoma State, Kansas State. It's basically a pick 'em. It's a one and a half point spread. Really, you're looking at the pick 'em, and we're really just going to pick the over under. Can they? Can they hit the over under on fifty six? I think they can. I think they can. Uh, Kansas State should be last week, so they're going to be pissed off. Oh. Um, Adrian yeah. Martinez, I think, may be out. Oh. Oklahoma State's going in, unfortunately. I think, I, I think, I think it's Spencer Sanders and Okie State, regardless. And I think they hit the over. All right, we alluded to it. Uh, we're 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 both going Georgia on the cover, twenty-two and a half. Yeah. Over under is fifty-six and a half. Yeah, I think we win by twenty-four. I think we'll have to. Hit, I think we'll have to come close to the over if we win. If we cover the spread, to cover the spread, because I think Florida's going to score four. I think Florida's going to score double digit. I think they're going to score fourteen to seventeen points. Yeah, we'll have to score into the into the upper forties to get there. So, um. So if we're gonna if we're gonna cover, it's gonna have to be that way. All right, Missouri at South Carolina. South Carolina three and a half point favorites at home. Finally, South at home. Give me the Gamecocks. Yeah, uh, give me the Gamecocks big in this one. I, I don't. Th- I just don't think Missouri's about to get an avalanche of sandstorm. Yeah, and they ain't ready for it. Drinkowitz starts to make his complete to the hot seat after this game as well. Yep. Which we predicted at the beginning of the year he was going to be the first coach fired, so wouldn't wouldn't shock me. All right, Kentucky taking on Tennessee. Tennessee has their own little trap game. It's a 6 o'clock kickoff. Tennessee is 12-point favorites. Now, to me, I think Kentucky, uh, I think Kentucky and Florida alike are going to have to score early and often to be able to keep up with uh, with their opponents. So I, I think mm-hmm. if Kentucky can do that, they have a chance. I just don't think they can. Tennessee's just going to overwhelm them in this. Tennessee sees blood. I like Tennessee, and I like the over. Tennessee, because I want them to be undefeated the next week. When when you see all that orange empty out? Yeah, I think that's that's what I want to see. So um, I need Tennessee. I need y'all to win. I think they win by fourteen. Nice, or more. Okay. All right. Last. Sorry, pick. Vinny. Yeah. Sorry, Vinny. V- Vinny knows. Vinny. Vinny's well versed in this rivalry, so he, he knows. Um. Okay. Last one. The. Uh, the aforementioned Ole Miss Texas A and M game A and M. This is still a pick'em somehow. The 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 spread is down to one and a half. Uh, 
A&M's missing some people. I think Ole Miss, I think they hit the over. I think Ole Miss by two, two, two scores at least. If they yeah. take care of the ball, if they would have taken care of the ball against LSU, they would have won. Yeah, I think LSU Ole Miss would have won. Back on track. Um, when the trash talking starts early, you know, it's always going to be a good week. So Ole Miss this week to win it. And Bo to start crying real soon. Yeah, I, I think he's going to have to evaporate those 37 pages of call sheet. So, yeah. Well, Israel, that's going to that's going to do it for us. So if, if you're taking notes, I'll put this pick segment up probably early sometime tomorrow. I'll put our pick segment up so you can kind of scrub through it and and uh, make your selections based on what we say. But do that responsibly. Do that at your own risk. Do that at your own risk. We're not saying our picks are gospel, but they are an educated guess, which gambling, really, that's all it is. If you if you really think about it. So well, any, any last words here? Are you, uh, what, what are you doing for the game? Are you going to be, you're going to be out of the woods by then? Uh, yeah, I'll be, uh, usually I'm out of the woods by the uh, college game day comes on. Um, depending on what time we get back from Statesboro. Um, but we're going to take our kids treating tomorrow. At some time. Um, but I would definitely have the game on wherever we are. Watch this one. So, yeah. um, it's going to be a great day for football. You know, games are back on. I'm at 12 o'clock game. Penn State and uh, Ole Miss has, has intrigued me a lot. Um, um, I mean, Ohio State. Where do I get Ole Miss? Ohio State and Penn State. So, <laughs> uh, looking forward to that one. But it's going to be a great day for football Saturday. Yeah, there you go. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think there's a lot of good games here. It doesn't seem like it on paper, but I, I just have a feeling it's going to be one of those days where you're like, Oh, well, I didn't anticipate this, but this is going to be a pretty good, pretty good slate of games. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, I'm excited. Sorry. Well, that's good. Couple of games. Yeah, it's getting it's getting exciting here. Uh, it's getting exciting here down the stretch. This is what college football is all about. This is why. Mm-hmm. This is why we're on podcasts like this to talk about such an amazing sport because it is the game. Thank each game is important, and. Uh, it's going to come down to it. And so I'm excited for it. Tennis, Florida's up this week. Tennessee's up the next. Got to finish it. If, if you know, you got it, got to run the table. Every game's important. So just because we're, we're, we have an air of confidence here on this show doesn't mean that this season's not on pins and needles. Doesn't mean that, that it requires, doesn't require hyper focus. We're, we're just, we're just watching. We have no control. So um, I'm excited. I know you are. I know everyone out there listening is excited. So uh, depending on how excited you actually are, go ahead and click on our links. Go ahead and follow us on social media. If you really want a good follow, this guy over here, follow him <laughs> right there. He's good. Just follow. a regular dude. Great follow. Great follow. He, a lot, he, uh, he's a lot funnier than I am. I, I try. <laughs> Uh, I try to make fun of Steve sometimes. Uh, that, that's the best I can do. Some a lot of times, just make fun of Steve. It's usually yeah. a good go-to. <laughs> Poke fun at him, you know. 
He got called a homer earlier this week. It's kind of what we all are about it. He, he, well, Israel, he, I, he, he has the audacity to talk only Ole Miss on the Lock on Ole Miss show. How dare he? I know, right? It's just, just I, give, I can't, can't can't have this malarkey out there on the airwaves, just poisoning people's minds. We can't have it. Yeah, can't have it. Do what they we do what we do. Mm-hmm. It's just like the it's just like the coaches in the seventeenth row. Do you have your fan? Speaking of which, do you have your fan club yet? No, I mean, I mean that. I mean that sarcastic. I mean that sarcastically. No, you know, I usually one or two every year, but I haven't haven't had that that I love um, this year. But it's it's bound to happen. That coming has Kelly hadn't heard anything either. Or she hadn't told you about it. You, you usually, usually, huh? Are you talking about my wife? Yeah. Uh, you about my wife's name is Lindsay, man. Lindsay. Why did I think Kelly? Who? Her last name was Kelly. Ah, that's where I'm getting it from. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Lindsay. I was about, I was about to say, and, and listening. Yeah, yeah. You your last name. Your former. Yeah. Yeah, if if you're listening, he is not Mormon. He is not polygamist. He does not have multiple wives. He's happily married to you, Lindsay. Absolutely. I don't know where I got where did I get where did I get Kelly from? I have no idea. That's I mean, her maiden name. Okay, maybe maybe so. Maybe I saw you know maybe you just see Lindsay Kelly Troop or whatever, and you just yeah. you just yeah you just kind of glance at it. Mm-hmm. I'm with- I'm picking up what you're putting now, but no, she 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 loves it. She she's had a good experience at the game, but you know it's football, so he's bound to you know throw a tantrum in the stands eventually. So it's only a matter. Probably next week when we play for the region championship, was willing. Um, somebody's gonna some, get mad. Some... Run the ball, Coach Troop. What are you doing? Hey, there's, there's nothing we can do. Yeah. So, anyway, well, that's going to do it for us right here on the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast. We thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in on the Believe Network. Uh, make sure you check out all the uh, the other great shows that we have available on this network. If you uh, really any of your interest, we probably have a show for it. Um, and. Um, you know, I went on this SEC pregame show uh, hosted by Are You Serious Sports, and uh, after my segment, you learned how to make the game day cocktail of the week um, from Jenna Duddleston, who who is actually a producer for uh, the Believe Network as well as was as well as hosting. I think she calls it Bar Talk with Jenna, so she does a great job. Um, nice. I'm not I'm not that talented, so I didn't try to make the drink that she made the last time I was on the show. So. Uh, one of these days, I will. Maybe. It looked good. looked delicious. Do it. But do it. 
I'll do it. I'll report back. So, um, and I'll report back. I'll give you the recipe and maybe you and, uh, maybe you and Lindsay can make it at, uh, up in Athens next week when you travel to. Absolutely. It's going to be a great. All right. Well, check us out on social media, Twitter, uh, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, uh, find us at believe in dogs on all those platforms. Uh, our handles are right here on the screen at coach Corey Burton on Instagram for me. And uh, we'll see you back here next week. Back better than ever. Maybe even just a few days because we might get back on our regular. We'll have to get back on our regular schedule next week because I can't go on Thursday because we have a banquet. So we'll have to get back on our regular schedule for at some point. So, but for Israel, I'm Corey. I uh, hope you have a great weekend. Go dogs. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.